0: I-V-M. When I visited Seoul for the first time, I was astounded. The night markets came alive around 1.30 a.m. The high-rise buildings towered over palaces. Public transport was so easy to figure out. Suffice it to say, I had a lovely time. Seoul is the political, economic, and cultural capital of South Korea. The population density of Seoul proper is twice that of New York and eight times bigger than Rome. Seoul capital area is the second largest metropolitan in the world. It won't be an exaggeration to say that most people in South Korea live in and around Seoul. But what happens when there is indiscriminate growth? How does it affect society and the environment? And considering how quickly India is urbanizing, what lessons can we glean from Seoul's case? You're listening to States of Anarchy, a podcast on global affairs and foreign policy. I'm your host, Hamsini Hariharan. The history of South Korea is the history of Seoul. Last week, Eric Morbrand spoke to us about South Korean democracy and how it affected its economy. Now, we can talk about politics and economics, but a city is a living, breathing thing that you interact with every day. It's a reflection of all these concepts. My guest for today is Yang hee. She's the director of the design and research unit at Yangji & Co. The company works on urban regeneration projects around Korea with a multidisciplinary approach that combines architecture, design, planning, research, and participation. As a Korean urbanist, Yang Sunghee studied and worked in civil engineering, architecture, and urbanism in Seoul, Beijing, London, Zurich, and Mumbai. Yangyang, as her friends call her, is also a close friend of my family. And her insights about Seoul and cities are always illuminating. But before we go into the episode, let's take a short break. Hi, Yang. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for speaking with me. I'm so excited about this. I think this is like the most I've been excited about a podcast in Korea. (laughs) Okay, so Seoul is one of the most developed cities in Asia. When I was traveling around the, the first week, I was just mind blown by everything that was here. And then I found out that, you know, one fourth of South Korea's population lives in the city. How did Seoul develop to be such a huge urban center? Yes. Hi, I'm Yang and, uh,
1: from Seoul. And I can say it happens because the government policy has been like this for last like so many years. Uh, just after we have a Korean War, mm-hmm. we used to be one of the poorest country in the world and then government tried to set a strategy how we can develop our country uh, in a faster way mm-hmm. and that the main policy was to focus on several cities, so they set Seoul as a capital city and then they tried to focus on every infrastructure in Seoul and so they built many schools mm-hmm. and on most of major universities in Korea only exist in Seoul, a part of several few uh, universities. Then also mo- many of the headquarters of the government mm-hmm. and also the major companies are located in Seoul. So that's the I think main kind of like motivation why people move to Seoul from everywhere in the country. And then I have to say, yes, one-third of our population living in Seoul municipality, but the Seoul metropolitan, Mm -hmm. including 29 satellite cities around Seoul, is more, even more. So one-third of the population actually rely on Seoul metropolitan
0: area, I can say. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's mad, I know. Yeah, Yeah, it is mad. And I'm thinking also, you know, after the war, when I was walking around places like Jongno, all those places were sort of bombed out after the war. There was very little there. So how did the government start building there? Like the, now there are really tall buildings and like the really old parts of town, right? So, and I heard like a lot of houses got destroyed during the Korean War, even before that, during World War Two. So how did Seoul deal with that? Yes, there are, I, can, I have to say, there are majorly
1: three different ways it yeah. happened. So one from the government. Yeah. So government set uh, such a kind of like urban planning yeah. to set a ce- certain district to yeah. develop. So they supply the uh, main infrastructure such as uh, road yeah. and like all the pipelines yeah. it, at first because they plan it. Okay, we want to develop this to supply a certain number of people. Yeah. So we have to... Uh, construct all this. So mm. they did it. And then they did a collaboration with uh, uh, all different uh, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Many businessmen okay. has a good relationship with our political part. Mm. Uh, and also we used to have uh, several military dictators. Mm. And then they have a always good relationship with the business part. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then they got a lot of incentive when they built uh, many uh, buildings and infrastructure in Seoul. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of taxation, mm-hmm. like... A uh, cut down of the taxation and also some government budget also went there to mm. help them to build such a is and also some illegal kind of thing also happened to make it happen much faster way mm. and then uh, there are many also people from everywhere from the Korea mm. so they moved to Seoul and they settled down in Seoul they start to make their own houses mm. and which now. Uh, you can see in several places which has a uh, really low-key level of the constructions mm-hmm. and the low-key level of the building conditions, they are uh, kind of the neighborhood which are built by the people's hand, like that, Yeah. Oh. So all combining all this together, mm-hmm. it can be bombed really fast. Mm-hmm. And then that time from 1960 till mm-hmm. 1990s, ne- mm-hmm. late 1990s, Korea has a really nice time for economic growth. Mm-hmm. So that the money income also can facilitate all the movements together. So all the development of the housings mm. and the construction of the infrastructure mm. and also the economic growth mm. combining all together made Seoul this huge city, I have to say. Yeah. Okay.
0: And what do you think are the main challenges that Seoul City is facing now? Yes, because we developed too fast,
1: I mm. have to say. Mm. At this point of time, we can look back how we developed our countries mm-hmm. and our cities mm-hmm. and then there are many parts are neglected mm. because we only focus on certain kind of like buildings and certain housing complex and certain area to be certain goal. Mm. So many of other parts of Seoul and countries are neglected mm. to be cared. So. Mm. Uh, there are many lack of infrastructure. Mm. Uh, since government only focus on certain point of view, mm. so the others are left hit. So they don't have mm. that much infrastructure and the buildings are so bad condition. Mm. But now people's living condition is higher than before. So mm. they want to live in a, most of people wants to live in a better condition than mm. of what they have. So mm. they are changing everything, but still the uh paces of it is much slower than before since mm. the, anyway the economic condition is also not anymore going up like mm. before. Since we had a true economic crisis in Korea, then the development paces is much slower than before. Mm. And then the government tried to deal with this neglected neighborhood mm-hmm. right now with the so-called urban regeneration projects. Okay, But things are not as faster than before. So people feel a little bit difficult with it mm-hmm. since Korean people always uh, used to have the economic growth and we are not growing anymore that fast. So yeah.
0: That must hard. be very difficult as like a society, right, to yes. go through so much economic growth yes. and now unemployment is yes. up on a high, right? Exactly. Um, and how, what is urban regeneration? I've been hearing like lots of good things about like Seoul's mayor who sort of like pioneered a lot of things, right? So what is urban regeneration?
1: yes since we settled our uh, government mm. the republic of korea mm. actually the right wing we in korea we have a two big political parties like other places like mm. one conservative party and mm. the other is more like uh, not more leftish <laughs> uh, but still i think korean left like being is not super left wing but stay okay. in middle left mm. and uh, always, the conservative party has had power so far. Mm. But from last like decade, uh, the left wing side have a p- power, and mm. then the new city mayor we have mm. now, he from actually from the left wing, and then he started to take care of this neglected neighborhood, mm. so called like village making. He mm. started from the village making. So okay. since it, although Seoul is a big country, mm. each neighborhood has a kind of like big village kind of atmosphere, okay. and then with this. Care of the village level, mm. uh, he believes, and many people believes, the life quality actually can get better. Mm. So rather than we always pursue the big goal, mm. if we can deal with the daily life in a village level, the life quality can be better. From that idea, after like 10 years of his regime in Seoul, mm. even the central government, mm. we, I don't know you know about it, but we got uh, some really dynamic of the changes in our political party in the central mm. government, mm. we impeached our former president, Park, and then, Geun-hye. Yeah, Park Geun-hye, and then we got a new president from mm. the left wing. Mm. So this uh, new president, Moon Jae-in, mm. his one of the main kind of policy is uh, to make economic growth mm. through the urban regeneration. Since he, that is his uh, one of the main policy, so all many of the, a lot of government, central government spots are going to the each different neighborhood to make it better. So that we called even New Deal,
0: hmm. Urban Regeneration. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. You know, you've lived in like a lot of countries, right? You've lived in Beijing, you've lived in Europe, you've seen India. How do you think Seoul's urbanization compares with, like cities in India or cities like Beijing? Mm-hmm. It's a big question. Yeah, it is a big question. And also,
1: my experience in Beijing was amazing, also. Mm-hmm. Since that time, I was in Beijing from 2009 to 2000. Uh, Twelve, mm. something like that. That's the time just after the Beijing Olympics. The economic growth mm. really fast, and mm. the urbanization of the China in the overall China was mm. crazy. Mm. Now Chinese government start to recognize the, some of the problem of the rapid like growth mm. now. But back that time was really rapid growth was happening, mm. and then I can see all this development was super central government oriented. Mm. So since China still has a uh, kind of like system that uh, people cannot own their own land, yeah. the, all, yeah. all the land belong to government. Mm. And there are uh, deal with the renting of the land for mm. some years, sometimes like some can be sure, can be long, but mm. things like that. So things are really oriented by government policy. Mm. But here in Korea, yes, government policy is important, but the... Uh, uh, private sectors' power is really strong here. Mm-hmm. Since for last decades, the economic growth already happened, mm-hmm. and then there are many major developers and major companies actually take care of this physical development mm-hmm. at here. At the same time, the level of the people's like expectancy mm-hmm. on their life is also went higher than mm-hmm. before. Yeah. So even single like families and single mm-hmm. peoples wants to have a better quality of the buildings for mm-hmm. their office and there are like housings and for even the public places. So those dynamics are a bit different with China. I have to say, although both country has been grown really fast, mm-hmm. and also central government's role is very important. Mm-hmm. But still, Seoul's case is more dynamics. So if you come to Seoul, you will see there are many parts a bit messy mm-hmm. and chaotic, mm-hmm. but it allows also a lot of like dynamics and Mm. interesting things can happen inside of it. That's what I believe.
0: Yeah, even when you were talking about, like, the history of how Seoul developed, right? Yes, there are, like, the big chaebol firms. There's also, like, people who want to do... So you can see sort of, like, the three different prongs of action that's happening, Yes, it's true.
1: Mm. And the other thing I want to mention is, actually, when Mm. Korea developed Mm. so far, the... Foreign investors' like influence was mm. actually not that uh, important, mm. since Korea wasn't never that much interest for them. First, mm. yes, it is, but not that much compared with China or some other developing countries. Yeah. So, yeah. it was not like that mm. before. So. That's also, I think, is a big difference because in China, when I was there, I can see still the big foreign companies like influence was big. So they like Mm. kind of lead uh, big changes which never happened in China. So Mm. there was a big differences i have to mention
0: also yeah i mean i think at the end of the day like the businesses in korea are like korean run right? mm-hmm. Well, there are a lot of like chinese-owned businesses now yeah. a lot of it was also manufacturing that was done for companies outside yes, of china exactly. so yeah. that would have had like okay yeah. but are there like industries and things that are based in seoul or are they based outside Oh, before in
1: nineteen seventies and eighties, yes, mm. we used to have many factories also within Seoul. Mm. So in there are several kind of like industrial complexes within Seoul. But from the nineties, government start to uh, send these factories to outside of the Seoul, mm. other cities, mm. and also to China and also other countries. Mm. Since the labor price went up also mm. With, mm. by the time, so in Seoul now we changed that those uh industrial complex to other purpose. Since mm-hmm. our also industry uh, changes from the manufacturing to the more third like level of the more service oriented like, industry. Mm-hmm. So more IT and mm-hmm. more technology based like uh, industry. So they don't need that much like spaces and infrastructure for mm-hmm. uh, continuing this uh, industry. So in so most of these factories turn to uh, office business mm-hmm. area. So if you go to Yeongdeungpo area okay. or Seongsu area, mm-hmm. these uh, factories turn to some of them turn to a really uh, office area. Some of them turn to a kind of like IT based mm-hmm. kind of area. Some of them turn to a like cultural industry, like mm-hmm. kind of
0: base camp. Wow. It changes quite a lot. yeah. And it, Seoul is, you know, like it's developed on par with many of the countries. In the West, like countries in Europe, yes. and like places like America, right? Um, so, what lessons do you think it's gotten from the experiences of those countries? Yes, uh, there are many different ways it happened. Mm.
1: First, uh, since our country was a kind of victim of the Second World War, I mm. have to say, our country was the best rated from the Second World War and mm. Korea, post-Korean War. So, when we started to develop back then, we thought, ah, yes, we have to learn from developed country. Mm. So we sent many scholars and many mm. people to Western countries to learn how they developed. Mm. So we learn many of things from America mm. and also Japan, because mm. Japan was the country just next to us. So many people also went there to mm. learn how they made the infrastructure. Mm. But majorly, uh, even so far, major number of the professors in the university, have studied in United States okay. and then they got their knowledge and skills and came mm. back to Korea. And then they tried to apply it in Korean situations. Mm. So it means most of our regulations mm. and also route mm. to make the city also based on their regulation and their standard and their guideline. Okay. So yeah. that is the thing. And then we realize that yes. Korea's context is different with mm. America. Mm. America is a, such a huge country, and but Korea is a s- small, tiny country. It's mm. so, so different. And then people start to see what is the problem, and then they try to also apply the European model. They start mm. to see the European model. So mm. how Europe uh, developed their city, and they fixed their city's problem mm. with the small, small things kind of is the way. So... Mm. The trend actually has been changed. So Mm. I have to say the basic setup of the country Mm. is we follow the American regulation and methodology. Mm. And then now we are looking more European model to Mm. fix our cities' problem. Mm.
0: At this point, let's take a break. Welcome back after the break. You're listening to States of Anarchy, and I'm Hamsani Hariharan. Why suddenly do you think is there a switch? Um, Because I understand, you know, that adapting some other countries' policies, because that's what we've been doing in India. And then we've been saying, but you know, India is like a different country. It has a different context, like Mm -hmm. Korea. So a lot of the policies that work in developed countries won't just work here if you copy-paste them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, but there's been a switch in mindset that you said. Right, but, uh, like changing from sort of the American regulations to seeing what cities in Europe have been doing. Why the switch? Uh, it is a complex,
1: but mm-hmm. from my point of view, I can say since we experienced those two big economic crises, one was in 1997 mm-hmm. and one was uh, 2008, mm-hmm. uh, we realized that the American model may be not working in Korea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So with the failure Oh uh, after we observe the failure of the Lehman Brothers and this mm. like big like financial yeah. like mother in states, and then we start to look back mm. what we have in Korea and how we deal these things mm. and then we see from Europe there are more kind of like sustainable way of the development mm. uh, we since Europe, I, from my point of view, again, mm. maybe it's too personal point of view, but still I okay. can say in Europe, people are more focused on what they have, some historical value. They give a lot of like, value on it. And also the, they don't want to destroy their existing context. They mm. respect what they have and then learn from them. And then they make a new thing out of it. Mm. And they are more cultural oriented and they uh, try to look more deeply. Mm. That's kind of a strong point of Europe, I believe. Mm. So, I think Korea, after those two economic crises, uh, when the real estate market doesn't work anymore like before, mm-hmm. then people start to see what is the other methodology to make the values in within the city. Mm. So, then people start to adopt European model. I uh, think okay. that's the thing. And also, plus, uh, many of people start to travel. Mm. Back then, we haven't traveled that much. Mm. But from 80s and 90s and uh, now we travel a lot to other countries, and people can experience uh what other countries have and people mm-hmm. love what europeans like cultures and mm-hmm. their lifestyle mm-hmm. and Then we realized that european like standard for mm-hmm. many things like insurance where basic incomes while the labor kind oh, of health of, like, care. healthcare yes, we try to like follow more like northern Europeans like welfare system, so mm-hmm. that also
0: All things combined to make these transitions, I think. Okay. And another interesting point that you brought up is culture, right? Uh Because also Korea has like a distinctive culture that's also about hierarchy, that's also about family, Uh that's not as individualistic Uh as sort of the culture that's in North America. And I think urbanism is a big part of that because it's about how people interact with each other, right? Cities are where people have to sort of interact with each other. Yes, it's... uh... Again, broad question, but (laughs) yes, it's true. Like Korea
1: has been through many also transitions of the like social changes and Mm -hmm. also like cultural changes for Mm -hmm. last, like, like five, six decades Mm -hmm. that before Korean war, like even the early sixties and seventies, like Korea really family oriented country. Mm -hmm. So. You are right. Confusion is our religion and our culture is a social norm in Korea still so far. Mm. So people have to respect older people, mm. your teacher, and your, even the random guy in your neighborhood. You have to respect. You have to show mm. it. If not, you are not accepted in society. Mm. <laughs> There's a kind of like extreme rule we have in Korea. Nobody say to you, but it is. Uh, then... Uh, when we got a lot of influence from the Western cultures, especially from states, yeah, things changed a lot. Mm. People got more individualized. And also with the thing which I mentioned in the beginning, many people moved from their own hometown to Seoul. Mm. And then the family structure also has been changed. They used mm. to live with uh, all the older extended family. Mm. But now they are nuclear family. Mm. Even at the moment, we have the one single, like, Single family. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. It's a lot, and mm. the structure of the family has been changed, and the shape of the housings also has been changed mm, mm, mm. for adapting for this family structure. Mm. And people are, has been changed, but still, since my grandmother mm. who has been through this Japanese colonized time and Korean War, she's still alive. So still, I have to have the kind of relationship with them. Mm. So still, in at the moment, our generation is a little bit confused with all these things. Mm. But I have to say, mixture of everything is a kind of like good point, mm. kind of like big point of the Korea, which allowed we can have the, all the dynamics mm. of making new cultures and also making a new contents. So people are... Like me in you, if you see in the city or mm. even the rural area, everybody using smartphone, mm. even my grandma using smartphone It's we are the country like that. Mm. So we experience so much changes. Mm. Yes. We always confused. We mm. always roast, we are always stressed by it. But because of that, I think we can have the potentials to make more things mm. that's what I can see from my country.
0: No, I think that's a great point. Uh because like the idea is resilience, right? That like people have been through so much change. There's been wars, there's been governments that have been changing, there was there were dictatorships, then there was democracy. Yes. A lot of development Uh, yeah, cities are growing. So it's just like a constantly changing society. Like before this interview, when I asked you what your favorite thing about Mm -hmm. Seoul was, you said it was that it was dynamic. And I can see that's a reflection not only of the city, but Mm -hmm. like of the country itself. Yes, I think so. Korean people, one one of the
1: strong points of the Korean people and Mm -hmm. Korean culture is the flexibility. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are not flexible on certain kind of things, but for most of other things, we are quite, easy to adopt the changes. Mm. So, maybe that's a reason why still Korean economy hasn't collapsed (laughs) where Korean culture things can be something in Mm. international uh, world, internationally Mm. like Yes, Korean people have a strong point on flexibility. They are quite good at adaptations, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. yeah. It was a difficult time. Mm. Yes, my mother always said, ah, oh, yes, when I was young like this, mm. things are changing. But yes, that's the thing, but she complains, but still she adopts and she like, acts with mm. these new changes. That's the
0: big potential of our country. Mm that's pretty awesome um okay so back to urbanization yes um what do you think sort of seoul has so many lessons right we've spoken about like a lot of things that the country the society has gone through what lessons do you think will be applicable to developing countries like india what can cities in india learn from seoul's experience
1: yes that's uh, another serious topic that mm. yes i heard that many of the developing countries try to follow some of the korean developing models mm. that uh since they see korean like development model has been quite successful mm. to make it happen really fast so they even like import the korean how korean housing has been developed mm. i heard that korean Whole complexes are also adopted in other countries like that. Mm. Like It happens a lot in Vietnam also, okay. and also India, and mm. also other Southeast Asian countries. Mm. And some of the African countries also try to adopt this model. Even Undras recently uh, worked with a rent housing corporation in Korea, okay. things like that is happening. But I wish they can learn from the problems of Korea. More than the success of Korea. Hmm. Since we developed so fast, there are many problems we have. I told you in the beginning, there are many parts that are neglected. Hmm. And then we, that makes everybody's lives a bit more difficult. Hmm. Yes, our economy growth was fascinating, Hmm. but the actual life quality has been successful. No, Hmm. it wasn't. I believe as an urbanist, every day's life is more important than the GDP level of the country. Mm. If you are not happy, what, it, what does it mean the GDP level? Mm. So, and then if you are happy, then you can create more values inside of your life and your job. And then eventually, who the growth is going to be more sustainable. That's what mm. I believe. Mm. So I wish these developing countries can learn what is missing in Korean developing model. So then, they don't have to repeat these problems, and yeah, or they don't have to. They should not repeat these problems. So I wish they can learn from the problems of the Korean developed mother, and I wish they can really see the good and bad hmm. from the Korean developed mother, hmm. and most of the people out there be happier than Korean people. That's what <laughs> I wish.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope for that too across the world. What do you think are the biggest challenges to all cities today, not just Seoul? Like climate change, for example, is the first thing that comes to my mind. But what do you think are the biggest challenges to cities today? Most part of the Korea mm-hmm.
1: is saying that our city is gonna be disappear within some decades. That's what we are saying because we don't give our balls anymore. Yeah. the the rate in korea is really low It's one mm. of the lowest in the world and mm. the suicide level rate in the is is number 1 almost number 1 in the world i have to check what is the recent record no
0: but, but uh, yeah the suicide yeah. rate in korea is very high I've it's very kind of high thought. it means the
1: population growth already has been stopped and mm. then we are already expecting that within several years the population gonna be drop down really drastically. Mm. And then Korean government start to care about this problem really seriously, that uh, how we can sustain our economy, mm. our markets, and mm. even first government take, take care of the taxation. So how mm. we can continue our welfare, even how we can expand our welfare with the situation that the number of people going to pay the taxes going down. Mm. That's a, one of the big issues we are dealing mm. and. Personally, I don't think that's a really big problem. Mm. Since anyway, the life expectancy is very long in here. Like my grandmother, grandfather is 97, 94. They are still working at the field as a farmer really actively. And not only my grandparents and many people are Mm. still really active. They can be active. And then I think also with the development of the, the technology, all these machines can replace some labor works. Mm. Then I think the population decrease mm-hmm. is not a really big problem. Okay. That's what I see. But mm. still, yes, we have to deal with some of these issues. Mm. Uh, but at the moment, the Korean government see that's one of the biggest issues. Okay. And then second, I have to also mention about the air pollution problem in Korea. Okay. So since last five years, it has been really serious mm. this year this spring was one of those serious air pollution happened and mm. over Korea so even there recorded as a digester like kind mm. of natural digester and government mm. started to take some measures to handle these problems they stop some fire power plants they banned to work it and also they banned for the some truck drivers to working etc and also okay. construction site has to stop working mm. uh, to while we have the this extreme like air pollution Mm. day Mm. that is getting one of the most serious problem in the city why is air pollution so
0: bad I mean every day like I know that everyone looks at the Namsan Tower to see how air pollution is and then they bring out masks but why is air pollution so bad in Seoul Uh, from the record well from the
1: research which Korean government did I don't know Chinese government are gonna agree with this or not but they say that major like reason is the air pollution matters from China. Because in Chinese East Coast, there are many factories, mm. as we all know. And then in the spring season, we have the uh, wind from the west to east. Mm. That's a thing we have is seasonally. So mm. then in every spring, we have this kind of like... Very po- bad, yeah, very bad uh, days we can have. Mm. And plus, yes, uh, from... 20 years ago, I don't know the exact date, but mm. the Korean government recognized that maybe we have the problem with the electricity because everyday life in Korea now super rely on electricity. Everybody use phone and mm. computer and everything. So if we don't have electricity, we our life is dumb. Mm. So Korea government bid, uh, constructed several like power plants. Okay. And then uh it also accelerated the air pollution problem i believe so combining all this problem and maybe also the changes of the weather and Mm -hmm. also with the yeah air pressures is getting really serious we don't know yet so now korean government like spend a lot of money they invest a lot of money to figure out what is a major Mm -hmm. like issue and what can be done for it
0: Mm -hmm. and but we have to see what's going to happen like for less next times yeah Okay. So I also wanted to know a little bit about what you're doing. So I know that you've been working with the Seoul government a lot also, and you've been working with projects around the world. But what sort of projects are you doing to help Seoul sort of regenerate itself?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. As an urbanist, I'm working on different projects. One of the main projects we are doing is to make a overall plan for... Uh, change it for making changes for a neighborhood okay. so first we analysis on the conditions of the existing neighborhood mm-hmm. and then we listen many of the opinion from the people neighborhood people so sometimes we make some workshops to mm-hmm. understand what is the real problem and we bring some other experts to discuss on these issues mm-hmm. and then second we make the plan as a urban planner we make a uh, drawings and also we make some calculations mm. to make changes and then third part we are really focusing on is we try to educate people mm. because although government do something to make the changes on the neighborhood but if people's mindset has has not changed mm. then it doesn't mean that much mm. but if each people's mindset is changing has been changed then no matter is the situation it can have bigger like, effect. So, we try to make people understand what we are doing and what is a program, what can be better. And we try to imagine a little bit better future with the neighborhood. And then we try to make them uh, understand the situations and changes. And then we make them have a better, like, knowledge mm. and also vision for the future. That's what we are doing majorly. <laughs>
0: that sounds awesome because I think, like, As a resident of any city, you should be invested in where you're living and think about how you want to live, right? Exactly, yeah. Okay, so this is my last question. But if someone wants to know more about Seoul or its urbanization or something, do you have like any books that we should read or any videos that we should watch? Or can you think of something?
1: That's the one thing I feel really... Uh, shame mm-hmm. that there are not that much like materials ha- can be used to understand Korea, either so in English mm. or other languages. Mm. Uh, so maybe I cannot pick one or two like reference books for mm. it, but still I wish you can uh, at least see many Korean movies mm. and also Korean TV dramas. <laughs> I think those are the best kind of like, Media's at the moment to to understand Korea, uh, especially uh, I actually I uh, I try to not to watch that much Korean TV programs. But if you see it, then you can see also how it looks like, and mm-hmm. plus how people uh, really feel about their daily life. Mm-hmm. Whenever I watch those TV programs, mm-hmm. all all, the, all different topics they are dealing, but. Based on the baseline, there are uh, Korean people's basic concept on their life, their Mm. families, and their jobs, and to society and to the government. All different things you can understand, I think. But I wish I can also write some nice books to make people can
0: have a glimpse of so. I will wait for your book to come out. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you. With that, we come to the end of this episode of States of Anarchy. I agree with Yang Yang. TV dramas and film are a great way to learn more about South Korea. And since I'm such a huge fan, I've added a list of some movies and films to get you started. And also some other resources on Seoul's urbanization. If you have any comments or questions, then do reach out to me at the rate States of Anarchy on Instagram or at the rate Hamsni H on Twitter. You can listen to States of Anarchy Not only on the IVM podcast app, but also on iTunes and Spotify or CastBox or wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't subscribed already, just click on the button. And before you know it, we'll be back next week.